Star Trek Strange New Worlds Season 2 is halfway over, and while it's not universally hailed as the best modern Trek show, it certainly has a preponderance of fans proclaiming it as such. The latest episode takes Spock where he's never gone before when an alien race fixes him by removing the genetic markers that make him half Vulcan, thereby rendering him completely human. Such a light-hearted episode deserves an experienced comedy director. That director is Jordan Canning, and I had the opportunity to sit down with her for a brief chat. I'm T. Rick Jones, and this is your Daily Star Trek News. I mean, you're a very versatile director. You, uh, you've directed comedy, you've directed music videos, but um, you're known for having directed comedy uh, like Schitt's Creek. You were on Schitt's Creek for two seasons. Yeah. Uh, how is directing comedy for Star Trek different from directing comedy for a comedy like Schitt's Creek? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's it's so fun to blend. I was saying this to someone earlier where, you know, I really love, I'm drawn to genre blends. You know, I love sci-fi comedy. I love horror comedy. I love fantasy comedy. Those are kind of the stories and tones that I gravitate towards because I love big, big, you know, fantastical worlds and, you know, but I, I'm not like, I don't really want to watch Game of Thrones. If Game of Thrones was a comedy, I'd be like, I'm in, I want to watch that. But they're really kind of like earnest, serious, dark, dramatic. Like after a while, I'm just like, come on, can we just get a bit of levity, please? Um, And so for me, it's so exciting to get to work, you know, in, I mean, just to work in the Star Trek universe in general is exciting, but to get to, you know, be on the ship and have these amazing characters, iconic characters and the wardrobe and the props and the aliens and the AR wall, like, but also finding you know, just sort of tapping into my toolbox, which I've honed over the years of just like, okay, what's the funniest way to do this? What's the funniest way to cover this? You know, finding moments with the actors, like it really does, They it translates, all of these skills translate from show to show, but then it's like getting to play in a bigger, more exciting sandbox. So yeah, yeah for me, it was, I was just like a kid in a candy store being like, okay, I know how to direct comedy, but I also get to be in space. So- <laughs> This is great. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. It was so fun. Um, so uh, in the story, Spock is Spock, begins as Spock. And then there's a slow burn as he becomes human and is learning how to deal with all these emotions, these big emotions. And then he really experiences them. And then he has to go back to pretending he isn't feeling all these emotions. Yeah. And not completely successfully all the time. So no. how did you and Ethan Peck sort of work together to to come up with this arc? How did you decide, how did you figure out how not to go too far? And, yeah. you know, when that switch happens and how did you figure all that out? Yeah, I mean, we talked a lot about it. Ethan and I uh, had many conversations in prep about how to approach this in the right way because it, you know, it, there, there is the potential for it to go, you know, too big or too broad or too silly. Um, but we, we both kind of were very determined to make this as funny as possible, but also as grounded in the reality of Spock and his character and experience as possible as well. So, you know, 
we actually came up with uh, a, a sort of a numerical scale um, from zero to five of like zero is the most Vulcan and five is the most kind of extreme unhinged human. And <laughs> It was, you know, it, it sounds kind of simplistic, but it was a really kind of nice way you could, we could kind of go scene by scene and sort of track, you know, track the flavor of each scene and and when he was going to kind of, you know, when he's like about to punch Sam Kirk or when he's screaming into the towel and the, you know, you're at a five right there, you know, <laughs> your emotions have fully gotten the best of you, you know, and then there's times where he's like all of us as humans, you know, you're containing some of your emotions or your anxieties or your ang anger or whatever, and you're going through your daily life. So we had that shorthand. And then of course, on the day you try things, you know, the, one of the scenes where there was a lot of sort of, you know, tweaking and trying things was that first, well, the second scene, I think in the, in the, um, you know, in the, in the, uh, the, the, when he's woken up, he's already woken up and Pike and, I'm a banger like, okay, this is what's happening. You know, how do you feel? And yeah. Ethan kind of has to go through these feelings. You know, he's like, well, I feel angry and, you know, hungry and, and worried. And he felt each of those feelings individually. That's what we were going for. We were like, okay, when you say you feel angry, you feel angry for about two seconds. And then when you feel relieved, you feel relieved for two seconds and finding the little ways that it changed in his body or changed his tone of voice or his eyes. That was a really fun one to, to shape because that was, it was tricky on the page. I was like, okay, I know what they want to go for. I know, I know what they're going for, but can you, how do you perform that? Like, it's a hard thing to just like one emotion, other emotion, other emotion, last emotion. And Ethan pulled it off. You know, he's, he's an amazing actor. He's so flexible and, so he cares so much about Spock and doing the role justice and, you know, really digging in deep and finding every little moment uh, to make sure it all, it all, all the pieces feel in place. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's really effective the way he, the way he does it too. Yeah. It's so. funny. It's funny. And also you're like, yeah, if you've never felt a feeling before, this is maybe how it would go. Right, right. Did you, um, did you, it's mentioned that he's sort of a teenage human. Did you reference that a lot as you were talking to him? A little bit. Yeah, we, that was sort of the, you know, the idea of, you know, when you're, you know, you're just a sort of hormonal teenager and you don't really have, you're feeling all these big feelings, but you don't really understand them and you don't, you know, you don't know how to contain them or process them. They're just flying out of you. And, um, yeah. So yeah, we, we talked about that. And, and I mean, I also think there's a sort of funny thing, like, because his mom shows up and I mean, it happens for to praying too. Like I, I find when I'm around my parents, I revert into like a teenage version of myself. And so I think there was a fun way to play with that too. When the parents show up and when, when Amanda is there where he's, you know, when she first shows up and he's, he throws a little tantrum. He's like, I was in a shuttle accident. Why doesn't anyone understand me? You know, you can just picture like a 14 year old stamping his foot and just throwing a little, you know, a temper tantrum. Yeah. Um, so it was uh, it was fun to play with those those sort of you know teenage vibes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and last question: um, are, Assuming Hollywood ever goes back to work, are you yeah. are you um, involved? Will you be involved in season three? Do you know yet? 
I very much hope so. I will say I was supposed to be working in July on the enterprise, but uh, oh, everything has yeah. been pushed. So um, hopefully when everything picks back up again, yeah, things will start up as, uh, as intended. That's great. Well, Jordan Canning, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a delight. Yes. Uh, great to talk to you. I hopefully we can talk again in the future. I'd love that. If you liked this interview, check out our YouTube channel, where in the latest edition, I talked to Benji Bakshi, one of three cinematographers responsible for bringing the locations of Strange New Worlds to life. And if you want to ensure we continue to make content like this, why not support us on Patreon? Your donation not only helps us afford the hosting fees for our website and podcast, but also helps us to pay our writers. Even a donation of as little as a dollar a month helps to keep us running. Head over to www.patreon.com slash daily Star Trek news to help us out.